Crank it up. CMS TV has got it going on as always. This is Jesse James Dupree saying, tune it up, plug it in, strap it on, and crank it up. Pa-pow! Chris Aiken once again on Chris Aiken presents. And right now it is time to get some rock and roll with this from the guy that's kept rock and roll going for 30 freaking years. Plus now at this point, it's, it's amazing how long it's been. Uh, Jackal has been a, a mainstay to anybody that's, that's from the early nineties on you guys are still doing it with Jackal. He's doing it solo has a new release getting ready to come out November 10th called breathing fire. First single just dropped and here to talk all about all of it. The one, the only, Mr. Jesse James Dupree. Jesse, how are you, man? Doing great, man. Just uh, waking up every day and taking a big bite out of life's ass, just like you do. <laughs> exactly, dude. Well, well, Jesse, I got to tell you right off the bat, man, anytime, and I do mean anytime, there's new new music from you in whatever form it is, whether it's solo or Jack or whatever, it's a good day for rock and roll just because you do it in such a pure fashion. There's no bullshit to it. There's no trendiness to it. It's just turn the amps up to 11 and go. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, we made a decision a while back that uh, we'll leave, uh, we'll leave it to Bono or Springsteen to write a song that can cure cancer. <laughs> um, we, uh, we wish I wish I could do that. I'd be I'd write a ten of them, but hundred of them. But um, but you know I celebrate the fundamentals of rock and roll: two guitar, bass, and drums. You know every single day, and and uh, not pretentious about it. And uh, and I generally find that you know the majority of the people out there celebrate those fundamentals that we celebrate, and uh, and the ones that want to overanalyze it or criticize it or just not just you know uh, cranking and enjoy. Uh, those are generally the same people that I, I find that have a hard time admitting that they masturbate. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's truth to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, dude, let's dig into what's going on in your world. There's always lots going on, whether it's music or clubs or, you know, businesses, whiskey, everything. So what, where are we at in the world of Jesse James Dupree right now? Uh, you know, I've just got a lot of great things going on. I'm actually heading to a, uh, 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 Jackal's doing some shows. I'm heading to uh, uh, or where am I going? Wisconsin uh, to play a big festival up there tomorrow, Saturday. 
And then, and then from there, uh, next weekend, we're in at Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue in Arkansas. And I work with the Harley-Davidson Motor Company. I'll give away like my 20th, my 20th Harley-Davidson motorcycle on stage during the Jackal concert nice. uh, set in a, a week from uh, tomorrow in Arkansas. And, uh, it, it, uh, and it's just a, an amazing feeling to hand somebody the keys to a brand new motorcycle. We do these uh, eight-week campaigns where people can go into dealerships across the country uh, it's called Rolling USA. You can go to rollingusa.com. You, when we're active with those campaigns, you can go in and register and have a chance to win a brand new motorcycle that I that I hand you the keys to, you know, at these events that we do. So we do we do them in Daytona Beach, Florida, Sturgis, Laconia, and and again a week from this Saturday we'll be at uh, Rod- Rogers, Arkansas, the home of where Walmart is, and right. uh, <laughs> and and we'll be uh, where their headquarters is. And we'll be giving away the uh, the rolling Arkansas Harley Davidson motorcycle right in the middle of the Jackal show. But today we're celebrating the release of a brand new solo single. I say solo, but it's Nigel Thomas, my son on drums. It's Roman Glick on the bass guitar, and um, and this this song happens to be one of a couple of songs that's on the album that I co-wrote with the lead singer of ACDC, Brian Johnson. Right on. Well, let, let, let's let's dig into that a little bit. Let's start with Brian. You obviously have had a long-term friendship with him, and you've worked yeah. with him for years and years. I got to ask you, just because I know when my phone rings and it's somebody that I went and saw as a kid perform, you know, if I, I get a phone call from like Don Dockin or something, I still get that feeling. I still get that, holy shit, you know, that's, that's like that guy. Do you still get that feeling when like yeah. a Brian Johnson calls you? Oh, you know I do. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, he's such a, a, such a real guy that um, he's such a real guy that is quick to just, you know, be hanging out with your best friend, you know, because he's just that that love. He's everything you'd want the singer of ACDC to be. But, um, but at the same time, there's things that go down or said or whatever the way you go. This is the dude that sang Back in Black, and you know, I capped it, camped out for two nights to get front row tickets to back in black when I was a teenager. So, right. so it doesn't go past me. And, and the other thing is that nobody in ACDC ever works outside of their band doing right. anything. So the fact that, that uh, I'm honored to work with Brian and write songs uh, and I've even sang songs with him and stuff. It's a, uh, it's a big deal. So yeah, I'm, I'm that guy too. Sure. What is it about collaborating with him that works so well with, with you? Do you guys, you know, kind of, have the same vision for songs or, or do you have opposite visions that work well together to create good music or what is it about working with him that works so well for you? You know, I, I, I haven't sit there and analyzed it. I mean, it's, I know he gets, he gets so excited and, and when I'm laying, when, when, when we're doing the vocals or when he gets, you know, if I send him a, like on this album, I'd send him, some of the rough mixes or some of the vocal takes and stuff. And, and he just, he, you know, he produces some of the stuff too. You know, he's, he's telling me, you know, you should do this, go up here, try that. You know, he's just, I mean, he's like, he's so, he's like, he's, he's just a proud guy that to, to, you know, to wrap around and support, you know, this, I guess I, I share a same vocal style with him. I'm not in no way in my Brian Johnson, nobody sure. will fill his shoes at all. But, but I think he's just comfortable with the fact that what's being delivered is familiar to him, you know? Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and he's so supportive. So it's great. Absolutely, man. Well, dude, obviously you're the, the same, you, by the way, oh. same, same way that I am with my son, my son's playing drums on this. And, and I'm just like, wow. I mean, I'm blown up. Holy shit. You know, the, the kid is, 
he's turned into just a mother of a drummer. And uh, and he he grew up playing with Roman. So him and Roman Glick just lock. They lock into each other like just unbelievably tight. Sure. And that was going to be one of my questions, too, is how do you how do you go into like i i have businesses outside of this that i work with my kids my you know my kids are like like yours older grown kids and and when i work with them it's really hard sometimes to be the boss instead of being the dad you know how how difficult is it for you to give him guidance and to say no no that's not what i want you know this is what i want well that's funny you say that because it, it, it is different i mean you can have a band rehearsal with your normal bandmates and you can, you know, and everybody will dig in and, you know, and, and whether they're being respectful and saying they don't agree or whether they're just saying you can fuck off. I'm not interested in that or whatever, right. but you know, but it's different when you're telling your son, you're not, you, you know, you, you don't double up there, you know, do it single or what, you know, whatever, and, or, or, or vice versa. And, you know, and, and it's just different when he's going, dad, <laughs> You know, or or he or he just gets up and you know, because I expect a lot out of him. I think maybe maybe I have the bar set higher for him because he's my son, right? Right. No, I dude, I'm the same exact way. It's I'm I'm way nicer to hit or to my to the other employees that I have in my businesses than I am to my son because or either of my sons, because it's like, no, you grew up in this. I expect you to be the best at this. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, you want your, your you know, and, and you're proud of your children when they excel beyond. I mean, Nigel's exceeded my expectations and ex- exceeded my capabilities. I mean, he's got, he writes songs. He plays the hell out of guitar. He, he sings. He plays drums. I mean, he literally is one of those guys that, you know, just like a little Stevie Wonder could sit down and play everything on the album. And he did that when he was 18 years old. You can actually go on, on the Apple Music and all that stuff. You can literally go and find an album that he produced wrote and recorded when he was 18 years old played everything wow. on the record Jeez. and it's called it's called up to no good nigel <laughs> nigel dupree up to no good <laughs> perfect <laughs> very good man well dude let's 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 swing back around to breathing fire which is you know the the album that comes out on november 10th from what i read in the press release so we'll take that for whatever that's worth but from what i read i read that it's it wasn't really the idea to make an album. You just kind of were kicking it around and it just sort of became an album. So what led you to go in full, full bore into doing a full length record? Just because it fell in my lap. I mean, I, I had some time off. I thought, when was the last time I listened to a full album? I went and listened to high voltage twice. Then I listened to highway to hell. Then I listened to back in black. And I thought, okay. Then I went to dinner, forgot about it. The next day I woke up, had an idea in my head, or song in my head. I tried to find it. I thought it was on one of those records. I couldn't find it. Picked up my guitar. I realized I was just inspired and, um, and started just kind of had these ideas pouring out of me and I recorded them on my phone, but within 30 minutes, you know, I had like four ideas came out and then my son, Nodger walks through the door. He lives in Nashville. You don't live in Atlanta. He lived in Nashville. He comes walking in the door. I told him to go lace up the drums. I called Roman. He came over. Jeff Tomei, who's my partner in the studio, he recorded Smashing Pumpkin, Siamese Dreams, and Jerry Cantrell, and Matchbox 20. He's done all these big records, and he was tripping out because we went in and kind of took over the studio and started moving his microphones around and stuff. But we uh, started recording, and you know, a couple of days later, we had a full, you know, Nigel sitting looking at me with the sticks in his hand, and Roman's got his bass, you know, uh, around his neck, and they're both looking at me like, now what? And then right. I just ripped it out and, and 
then I thought, well, this, some of this stuff sounds so much like ACDC and rightfully so, because I was inspired from listening to those albums. Sure. And then, uh, and then I hadn't talked to Brian Johnson in about six months and, uh, and I wasn't going to call him cause I didn't want to be that guy. Right. And I'll be damned. He called me on that Friday huh, and nice. uh, Hey Jesse, how you doing me son? You know? And, <laughs> and the next thing, you know, I, I tossed you, we got to, you know, he, he goes, I'm drinking some of your whiskey. And, so uh, uh, we talked about whiskey, and then I told him I had these songs, and he said, send them down here. I, I got a notebook full of ideas, and one thing led to another, and, and this is what we got. You know, Never Get Sold, you know, went live as of today. And, right. And uh, and the video is really cool. It's a cool lyric video that's got, you know, we, we celebrate 35 different bands. You can, you can tell the fonts that we kind of use similar fonts to, um, you know, to do the lyric video. Mm-hmm. And and you can, if you, you know, you can hit a QR code and register to win a trip to Daytona Beach, Florida. And uh, this going to run, the campaign's going to run for about a month. And, uh, but also you can, in that QR code, you can list the 35 bands. And, and if I pick you as a winner and you've listed the 35 bands correctly, then you can win a thousand dollar bonus prize. Nice. Yeah. And, um, and, and so it's a cool campaign that we're doing. I don't think it's ever been done before. And, um, and we'll just, you know, we'll just have to see where it goes. I'm, right now, everybody seems to be enjoying it. And people are trying to get me to tell them what, what the 35 bands are. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to do it. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so you can go to the YouTube channel, Jesse James Dupree's YouTube channel, and you can um, you can hit the QR code and get registered and try to win. Right on, man. Well, and I noticed one thing in the video, too, that um, you also featured quite a few of the radio stations, uh, you know, around the country, what was it, what was it about the radio station logos? Was it, was it like each city did something important to your career or something like yeah, that? Those, those were legendary stations that, you know, that, that, that we put in there that, um, that, um, you know, that a lot of people, I mean, I've already had people go, Hey, I saw WMMR, you know, in, in sure. Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania and whatever, you know. And so, it's really cool. Um, it's just really cool to, for people to, to see the station that they grew up finding their rock on. Right. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just a celebration. It's really a tribute to all the people that used to camp out, you know, a couple of nights, you know, to, to get front row tickets to a concert. Right. Right on. And, uh, that, and so the whole album is a tribute to those, those individuals. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, man, why don't we take a quick break here? I'm going to, I'm going to change up a little bit since we're talking about the video. I'm going to play a little clip from the video. Never gets old. It is Jesse James Dupree and um, check out the video and we will be back with Jesse in just a minute right here on Chris Aiken presents.
that's never gets old right here on Chris Aiken presents and another guy that never gets old. It is Jesse James Dupree still young as ever young at heart, young, as, <laughs> maybe, maybe not feeling young as ever, but certainly, certainly the music is still fresh and great, man. It's just, it's just great. Like I told you at the beginning, it's just great when you bring new music. Cause it's just so it's always fresh and vibrant. Well, thank you, man. It's, uh, it, 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 it is exciting when you share new music that never gets old. And I, I, I have been sitting on this for, you know, for a couple of months now, just into the process of getting it uploaded through the universal system and, and every, all the things you have to do to get it, you know, put in the right place. And so it's a big day when you can share new music and the, sure. the new, and it, and it seems it's going to seem like, you know, forever for me to November the 10th, when the full album comes out and we've got a, you can pre-order, the uh, uh we we've got a, a limited amount of vinyl okay and uh and you can go to jessejamesdupree.com and pre-order the vinyl and uh it's, and you can get it in a bundle with a cd or shirt that kind of thing and uh and uh that it's something that again wasn't planning on doing but um it all just kind of came about and the record sounds like it belongs on vinyl right on do you plan to tour it or because it's not Jackal, you won't have the opportunity to tour it or where, where does that fall? I can't imagine not going out playing these songs. So yeah, I mean, I'll, we will be doing some shows with this, um, you know, and Jackal's got a bunch of dates. We're doing a big run in November and I, I don't intend on slacking off on doing the Jackal shows and I'm an all of the above kind of a son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> what, what is it about this music that didn't have you convene it as Jackal per se? Uh, because it wasn't planned. I was sitting okay. on the couch, you know, Nigel walked in. I just wanted to capture the ideas. And uh, and then the process in which we recorded, like the old school records, the kick drum, the microphone on the outside of the kick drum, and just some of the ways we did it, really old school. Okay. And uh, and that's not necessarily, you know, doing some of those things is, is not so something that, you know, that, that, you know, Chris has got certain ways he likes to do his drum sounds and stuff, which is great. Sure. And it sounds, it sounds just like Chris on the drums, you know? And, and, um, I just, for this music, I heard a different sound. Okay. Very good. Let me ask you a question or two outside of the record here for a second. Um, I was, I'm interested only because I work my, one of my many businesses is finding royalties for musicians like yourself that you're not getting from your ASCAP and BMI and all that stuff. And I noticed in your buy or in your press kit where it said that you're working on a business monitoring the radio industry. What, what is involved there? Yeah, we have a, um, we have a, a, a proprietary backend research platform. That's a listener loyalty platform that plugs into radio and ultimately television. I've, you know, I've got, I've got five patents for it and um, I'm not really a tech savvy guy. It's crazy, but I got a vision and I had a vision 15 plus years ago of, of what was going to happen well before smartphones were invented. Right. And, uh, but I knew where it was going and, and was able to corner, a, you know, uh, an idea. And now it's used. Uh, I mean, it's not only at radio. I mean, we, the, the company now collects data for, you know, all 651 Harley Davidson dealerships in all of North America. Uh, and we disperse the data to the, to each one of the individual dealerships, CRMs, they all have their own dashboards. Okay. Um, the ones that choose to use it, we have, uh, we also do, it, uh, Eagle rider, uh, Eagle riders, think about Eagle riders, Hertz rental car for motorcycles. Uh, you can, um, Eagle uh, you can go there and become a member. If you put in, uh, there's some, uh, you know, uh, Kia Sturgis 23, I think if you put that 
that keyword and they'll waive your initiation fees. But um, it's um, it's a really cool um, it's a really cool um, platform that, that makes you interactive. We should maybe get it up on your show. Okay. Hey, I'd be more than willing to. Absolutely, man. Uh, one more that's not related to the record specifically, but just following your career since 90, whatever was it, 92 or whatever, when Jackal first came up, it seems to me, in, in my eyes, like you're, you and Lemmy sort of had that same, I'm doing it my way, fuck you if you don't like it attitude. You know, that that's really kind of how I see you. You know, what was your, if any, influence that you took from Lemmy? And do you feel that that's a fair assessment of how you've approached your career? Well, I mean, I was a fan of Motorhead and Lemmy's diabolical lifestyle. I mean, uh, for sure. I, I can't tell you that I that I can name you every Motorhead uh, album or, or song. Sure. I can't. Uh, but But everybody in rock appreciates that royalty and the influence that he had, um, you know, um, I mainly, it's more so, it's more so that, you know, we've, we've never been the critic's choice. I mean, we're, 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 uh, we're just a blue collar rock and roll band from the South. And, and, uh, and again, you've got these people that, you know, that, and, and it, there's even people listening right now that, you know, they want to draw opinions or that's not cool or he's this or he's that or that he's great or what, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever they may think about the things that are said, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, we've got, I all have a common thread of, of, of love and rock in general. Right. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I hear stuff all the time, you right. know, like, like there's some new younger bands that are coming out and they're doing some retro sounding stuff sure, like the dirty honeys yeah. of the world and stuff yeah. yeah and i may not and again i can't name a song i'm not you just name them but let's say i may listen to a song by them and go i really appreciate respect the fact they're waving the rock and roll torch i may not care for the song sure. but i'm not i'm not going to delve in and say they suck or they're not led zeppelin right, right. so, so i don't like them i'm going to just appreciate the fact that they were influenced and they're doing their thing and so many people the internet has made so many people just blatant assholes you know <laughs> yeah. it, i mean you know, it's like everybody's just gotten way too comfortable, you know, mouthing off, you know, that mm -hmm. something sucks or that something's incredible. I mean, you know what? I mean, uh, it's it's really just a matter of I think this is good or, and I think this is not good. And that's great for you to feel that way. But I mean, to go and <laughs> lobby against people that are doing what they love, I've just never had the time to do that. But um, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I guess what I'm telling you is that instead of worrying about fitting in somebody's box, we've just kind of built our own box and this is what we do. And, 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 and thank God there's just, you know, many, many people that, that come out and support our fundamental of rock and roll lifestyle. Absolutely, man. Well, dude, I, I definitely have been there forever. I'll tell you one of my all time favorite gigs ever was a Jackal show was, was you guy. And I'll tell you which one it was. You probably remember it. It was 2013. We were, we were hanging out, me and my little crew were hanging out backstage with Dokken and it was Dokken, Van Halen, Rat and you guys at the was it Rock Never was it Rock Fest or whatever in Waukesha and it was just but it, it was such a good time the bands were all in great spirits everybody was having a good time you were debuting like 
like you had a couple of bottles of the whiskey. I remember, and it was still white labeled. It wasn't even like yeah. done. And you were like, here, taste this, taste this. And you're passing it around. Everybody was taking a pull off the whiskey and stuff. It was just a good time, man. And I think that kind of encapsulates what Jackal has always, at least for me, that's what you guys have always been. Fun time, not not serious. I don't listen to it and have to make a political decision or anything. You know, I can just listen to it and say, yeah, that's fun, you know. And that that's always what you've done. What I remember about that festival was that uh, over in Van Halen's uh, dressing room area, they had two porta johns outside the dressing <laughs> room trailer. And one said the Van Halens. Right. And the other said David Lee Roth. So <laughs> Dude, we talk about that all the time on the show. And, and I thought that's so funny. The Van Halens, the, the, the family members shared the one Porta John and David Lee had his own, but uh, it just, that, that was kind of funny, but, uh, but they had a great, they, they were great and, and legends and, and, and it was an honor to share the stage with them. And um, although I was, I, I knew, I, in the early days, I was not the biggest Eddie Van Halen fan. I mean, I, nobody can deny he's a great, even back sure. then, but I wasn't a fan of his because, not because of him, but just because every guitar player in the world wanted to damn do the fret tapping noodling mm. thing. And that it, it bothered me that people were not paying attention to who the God of guitar is, which is Billy Gibbons. Right. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Billy can hold one note and bend it and just hold it and then hold it some more and wiggle it a little bit and then keep holding it. And then it'll feed back. And then he just winds the feedback out and then he just wiggles it some more and then and then slide down the fretboard and it's the greatest thing ever compared to anybody that's whipping out <laughs> right 100,000 notes in the in the meantime you know he's uh it's just there's something about uh, uh, the soul of certain players that that to me just I, I just it gets me and uh, but Eddie god what a player he was and and he, he he was soulful too whenever he really broke down on stuff I, but I'm saying it's just uh it was an honor to play with those guys Absolutely, man. Well, it's definitely an honor talking to you once again, man. New record is called Breathing Fire. It's Jesse James Dupree. It's out on November 10th. Go and get your preview of it right this minute. As soon as you stop watching this interview, go to YouTube and check out the video for Never Gets Old. Um, and uh, Jesse, where should we tell people to go to keep up with you and tour dates and bye? Well, and I well, don't mean scream, me. but bye. Yeah, thank you. You got uh, Jesse James Dupree on Instagram. Uh, check that out and you can keep up with stuff we're doing. I'll be doing reports from, from the show in Tomahawk this weekend and such. And then, uh, uh, and then uh, the Jackal show that is, and then uh, check out uh, uh, Jesse James Dupree on Facebook. And then of course, Jackal's Facebook and Instagram. And, um, and hopefully you'll catch us right there. Very good. Well, let's catch a little bit of Jackal right now to wrap this one up. I'm going to play the video for never gets old to wrap this one up or not for never gets old for get up get all up in it oh yeah we'll play yeah. we'll play that one it's fun video so we will play that and jesse as always it's great to talk to you right here on chris Aker i appreciate you and I, thanks for your passion and uh everybody spread the word we got to start a movement it's just still kicking